Hi, friends. Merry Christmas. Welcome to our continued 2018 Christmas party. And I am so glad to be here with you. My name is Annie Updowns. I'm the host of That Sounds Fun. And the music in the background is from our dear friend, Mr. Dave Barnes. This is a song off of his album, December to Remember. So make sure you check that out. He is one of my very favorite musicians in all the ways, but particularly at Christmas. I love his stuff. So I hope you will grab that album and go ahead and get it spinning for the next couple of weeks of the holiday season. You know how Christmas goes around here? Well, if you don't, let me tell you. Here's how Christmas goes around here. You're guaranteed a show on Mondays and Thursdays, and you never know when I'm gonna drop something else in there because that's what a party is like. So you know you're gonna get a Monday and Thursday all month and down until the very last week of December. We will not have a show on New Year's Eve, but we will have one the Thursday before that. Also, if you listen to our 100th episode, we talked about doing 12 days of Christmas. And we just couldn't get it all together to do it in the in a row. We didn't have the recording time when Remember God released. And so we're saving that for next year, but we still may have some other surprises around 12 Days of Christmas for you. So don't give up hope on the 12 Days of Christmas if you listen to the 100th episode, okay? Just hang in there. Today on the show, this is a show that y'all request every year, and I get it. I understand why. My friends over at She Reads Truth, if you don't know She Reads Truth and He Reads Truth, really it's for anyone who wants to read the Bible and learn a little bit more about what the Bible says and dig deeper into that work and what God might be saying to you in the Bible. And so every season in the biblical calendar, which we're going to talk about a lot in the show, you're going to love that. I love that part. So I think you're going to love that part. But every season, they offer a different reading plan to help you know where to read in the Bible. And especially around Christmas, that is the birth of Jesus. It's really cool and interesting and important to read some scriptures around that. And so they have set out some really easy, awesome plans for you. So also, if you go to shopshereadstruth.com and use the code that sounds fun, you get 15% off. And that's through the end of December. And so you can get the workbook we're talking about um, that goes along with the plan. You can get online for free and, and other Adventy swag um, using the code that sounds fun. So if you want to do that, you should totally do that. But today, the girls from She Reads Truth, Rachel Myers and Amanda Bible Williams are here to talk to us about Advent and what it means and what the reading plan will be like for this season. I'm really excited to read along with y'all starting December 2nd. So here is my conversation with my dear friends, women that you know and love from She Reads Truth, Rachel and Amanda. Hi, friends. Hi. Welcome to the That Sounds Fun podcast. And thank you for kicking off our Christmas party 2018. Jingle bells. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. Great show. Y'all, I've missed you. Mm. It's been too long. Will you come back at Lent again and and kick us off for Lent? 100%. We'd love that. We haven't even gotten through this one. And I'm like, will you come back? Mm -hmm. I think y'all have more shows than anybody else. You and Dave Barnes are probably close. We're trying to beat Dave. Are we your Alec Baldwin? You are my Alec Baldwin. And then we've talked about this before. Like on Saturday Steve Martin? Uh, Dave, Steve Martin. Yes. He would love. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a huge compliment. He kind of is. Yeah, yeah, I, he fills in so. that. Yeah, funny and plays the banjo. I don't know that I want to be Alec Baldwin, but okay. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Mm-hmm. All just in theory, per mm-hmm. se. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you for kicking off our Christmas party. It's one of my favorite parts of the year when we get to do this and when y'all get to kind of, and y'all know me, I I love church rhythms. Mm-hmm. And I love, I, I, I honestly, tell me if y'all experience this. I feel out of sorts in ordinary time. Yeah. Which is problematic because it's the most of the year. Yeah. But I feel purposeless in ordinary time. How do you fix that? 
How do you fix that? That's a great fix question. Me. I don't know if I'm qualified to answer that question, but I think that's kind of sweet. Like my first reaction is, well, that's kind of sweet that like you mm-hmm. that you're so attuned to mm-hmm. the church calendar that like you and you're a seven, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So you're just totally looking for you're looking for the event on the calendar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the lull between the events, it's, not so much. Yeah, I just don't. So, I don't even feel as healthy as a. Physically yeah. or mentally, I feel like I'm when when I'm without a season. Yeah, well, I and what's problematic is that that season is the longest. So I know it's like most of the it. year. That's the problem. I mean, um, I'm healthy for eighty you, days a year. You have like the church calendar version of seasonal affective disorder. I do, oh. except it's the opposite, right? That's Maybe. very Christian. I'm of not you. sure. <laughs> I'm not Thank sure you, if this Ray. holds up. <laughs> But like the answer would be then that we have to get you like a Lent Advent light box. Yeah, there you go. There you go. We're like you open it no, and it, needs it to plays be an ordinary Christmas time music. light box because guys, I'm sorry, the Bible is the light box. Lent. Oh, oh snap! She did, and I just I said snap. I'm so sorry. She did. No, I'm into everything y'all are doing. I'm it's so the sorry. end of a work day. People are getting the very best us's right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. We sat in Nashville traffic, which mm-hmm. is always oh. a delight and a joy. And it's getting dark so early because it's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It's that, probably dark right now. That was one of the hardest things. <laughs> about moving here for me was the wrong switching side of from the time Eastern. zone. Yeah, I'm on the wrong side of the time zone. Yep. I was on the west side yep. of Eastern time zone in Atlanta, and now I'm far east I'm so sorry. of Central. It's hard, man. It's hard. That 4 p.m. sundown <laughs> is brutal. It's it's problematic. It's and children it's, awaking December is before the they darkest should. month of the year. Yeah, it is mm. technically, right? And what a month for the light of the world to come. <laughs> hey! <Right>? hey. <laughs> That's good. I mean, should y'all introduce yourselves, by the way, so people sure. know whose voice goes with who? I'm Annie, if you need to know. Hi, Annie. It's Thank so you. good to meet you. Thanks for having me. Uh-huh. I'm Amanda Williams. I am, am Chief Content Officer of She Reads Truth, which just <laughs> means that I... It is funny. She said that so officially. Yeah, it was official. I, made, I sort of made a face, too, that the listeners didn't get the benefit of. It just means that I um, care deeply about words, and mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. all of the things that we say in all of the formats. Um, yeah. That's my that's my role. So I um, run the ministry and business with Rachel, who's at my right hand. Mm-hmm. I'll be sitting here. They yes. call me Rachel Bible Myers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I bet people do. That's really funny. I'm going to start. Yeah, yeah I for love sure. That. Amanda Bible Williams and Rachel Bible Myers. I love that. Yeah. Um, I'm on the other half. I, we call each other, so we both have a spouse. Yeah. But we are each other's significant other. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, true. So I'm Amanda's significant other. Yes. And what's your title, Ray? I, I'm CEO, which okay. sounds like way too pantsuity. But yeah. um, that's I why I made it. the weird voice. God but made, if anybody God here made is going to wear a pantsuit, it's yeah. going to be you. Really? God yeah. made you to be a CEO? Yeah, definitely. Do you like managing people? Most of the time. See, I really am not. I do not enjoy managing people. Um, I'm I'm learning this year. What the Lord is teaching me this year is the difference between managing and leading. And I know oh. that sounds like so like, oh, every book has been written about that. But yeah. I'm learning that in my heart right yeah. now, the mm-hmm. difference between being the boss and being the leader. Do y'all have a business coach? Do y'all have someone who we coaches do. you? Yeah. Does that help? We do. Yeah. We have somebody that we meet with for mm-hmm. four hours once a month. Oh, my gosh. Um, and... Um, and so my husband is our COO, mm-hmm. and so the three of us um, meet with her. She did um, he step in for Russ? No, no. COO is chief operating, and so right. Russ was like content right. director. Yeah, um, yeah. Hi Russ. Hi Russ. I know. Um, I love that guy. But we have um, a coach who has like turned companies, led huge like Fortune 
two companies. Uh, I don't yeah, know, like two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, but she um, she asks us to refer to her as the girl down the hall. Like if you mm. have, if you need, like you can do this. You can lead your company. Like the Lord has set you in the place. I she prays for us every day. She's mm. amazing. But she says, if you have a question, I'm just down the hall. Yeah. And so, like, come down. Is she her. actually here in Nashville? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She yeah is. So she comes to our house. She and just has sits with us. Just such. Um, varied experience and her her like gut reaction to things mm-hmm. is so much more executive than ours <laughs> that you know a lot it's hard it's hard to um, to put that hat on because because mm-hmm. um, Rachel and I are also um, she's founder or co-founder so we're we're also we just care about everything yeah and she yeah. reads truth and he reads truth and kids read truth and so sometimes it um, can be hard to turn, the um that feeler off mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. your knower yeah. what you would call your knower yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. like we have that for our company and our ministry and, and so, she reads truth used to be just a couple of us and now it's 20 and so right. how do you mm-hmm. how do you i mean i understand that's not why we came here to chat today but no, no it, it, sure but yeah. it's the truth like i it, asked you I, yeah. I think it's interesting that when yeah. what's the point when you know in a business that it's time to have a coach yeah we hit yeah. that point about a year ago yeah where we just thought like goodness, if we want to be healthy as mm-hmm. individuals, mm-hmm. as if we want to be sustainable, like even just like in our own roles. Like yeah. I hit a point about a year ago where I thought, I don't know that I have another six months in me as a yes. CEO. Yes. This mm-hmm. is too much. I'm every day a little less qualified for my mm. job. And I, I still kind of feel that way sometimes mm-hmm. because it's just, it's a big job. Um, but like I said earlier, but now you have a girl down the hall. I feel like I am born to be a CEO yeah. and, um, and I like it and I yeah. love it now. And I do have a girl down the hall who is there when I have, if I toil over something for a week, she has a, the thing that she does. Her name is Pat. Um, she just asks the right questions. Yeah. And she's a Christian. She is. Yeah. She is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she gives us language, um, shared language to use when we're processing things. She gives us just ways to think of different challenges. And so it's just good. It's good for us individually in our individual leadership roles, mm-hmm. but it's also good for us as a leadership team mm-hmm. to um, to sit through these sessions together. It ends up being part training, part therapy. Yeah. 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 And at the yeah. end, we just feel like we've been completely wrung out, but in a good way. Yeah. Um, I mean, so it's good. Dear listener, if you uh, find yourself in a season of growth or burnout or yeah. uh, or um, not feeling ready to do the job you feel called to also, mm-hmm. also it might be time to get a coach. Yeah, and a mentor. It doesn't have to look like doesn't have to look like Pat. Pat. Yeah, yeah, it can be. Mm-hmm. But get somebody who has been Pat. where you are. Had been, I think especially been there professionally, years you yeah. should pay someone. Yes. Yes. Oh, it, you just. Oh no, we're for sure yeah. talking oh, about. Believe, con- no, yeah. no, no. I just was like, when you we say mentor, yes. all of a sudden oh, it becomes see. free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, no, we're getting business mm-hmm. advice. I think, yes. I think that. Yeah, yeah, That costs money. Well, that's what we we want a different kind of advice. Yeah. You know, we want it to be. Yeah, business advice. Yeah. But it's also nice, I think, if you are a believer, it helps for that person to be a believer because there is an element of the way, I mean, obviously, I hope it's obvious, of the way that we run um, this business tree, as we call it. Oh, that's that, beautiful. Um, business and ministry put together. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's different because sometimes, you know, not sometimes, I hope always, like the Holy Spirit gets the trump card. Like yeah. we always there are some things that we do that don't make great business sense yeah but it's because Me ultimately too, business is not why we're here yeah the ministry is why we're here yeah the ministry um is is the why and the business is the how yeah I guess yeah 
but that's a good way to put it. That's a really good Thanks. way to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. TM. And I don't use <laughs> TM. <laughs> I don't use the word ministry very much, but I yeah. do recognize that in the end, God's just going to ask me to, did I obey mm-hmm. and did I follow that's him it. and did it, did it, what if it didn't look okay to me? Was that okay with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of think that we've ruined the word ministry just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like um, just we as a Christian subculture, yeah. because it it's become too distinct from um, just who we are in our everyday life. Like if yeah. you are, if you yeah. are a believer, if you are a person who professes the gospel of Jesus, then you have a ministry. Yep, that's right. And that ministry is whatever it is that you do yep. with your time. Yeah. That's right. Everywhere you use your time in right. ministry. When you yep. are doing your laundry and when you are, I met my across the hall neighbors. We are all really different, but it's like, well, that that can be ministry for me for with sure. how I live with my neighbors. But also this is ministry for me mm-hmm. and work for me. And, mm-hmm. you know, so right. I get that. Yeah. So I hear why you want to toss the word ministry out because you feel like on one hand, it's all ministry. Yeah. 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 Where I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just how we live, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then the, it also is like, I understand why you need to call yourself Mm-hmm. ministry mm-hmm. because you need to be a 501c3 and mm-hmm. you need to be yeah. a nonprofit if that was mm-hmm. your, not y'all, but yeah. the greater someone you out yeah, there, right. someone mm-hmm. out there. I mean, I'm, it's even interesting the, the terminology we use when we talk about the community because there is an element, part of our community, our customers. Yeah. Part yeah. of our community is just community. Right. And, and it's not our goal to convert every community member to a customer. Sure. Which isn't good business sense. Probably that, more you want to convert every customer to, to a community a part of member. The community. Right. It's yeah. backwards. It's yeah. the way that we want to do it. That's we want brilliant. you to be in our community more than we want you to be a customer. Yes. And so, you know, even when we talk to our team like that, like community care team, you know, and the customer service team, we have to have customer service, but like how like what mindset are we like kind of speaking into them and yeah. leading them through? Like how do you look at the she's? I hope you look at them first as community members. Yeah. And the, even I love in your, that y'all call them, do you call them the she's and the he's? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We do. But That's even in a customer service email to care about yeah. them as a as a she. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Next week, Ellie Holcomb is on the show. She's also part of our Christmas party. And that's and a good person for a Christmas love, right? party. We do, have the most fun Christmas party. Do you know that I have found up. myself with, uh, I, there are only four people in my family, but I kept buying tickets to her neighborly Christmas show. I now have 12. Oh, I don't know how. What are you going to do? I, I didn't buy any, so I can buy them off you. Yeah, you I'll go. sit with you there guys. You I would Same. love that. I love your kids. I love that show so it's much. It's so good. I know. But she also released a kids book this year, and mm-hmm. y'all released two this year. We're we're children's right? book authors. This is the gospel, Surprise. and yeah. this is the Christmas story. Yeah. yeah. What made y'all decide to go so hard in on kids? Because we have kids. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the first answer, and also because um, just the response that we've gotten when we have, you know, released um, kids products or kind of dabbled in that area, just. The, they our she's want that for their yes. kids. Yes. Um, and there really is, you know, we don't we don't really want to do what other people are already doing well, but in a similar way to the need that there truly is a need for what we do at She Reads Truth, right. which is just really scripture centric. Mm-hmm. Um, we found that there is a need for kids' resources um, that you know, we're not. This is not the first Christmas book that exists for children, Mm-mm. but um, but it may be the prettiest. Well, that now I think that's, that's true. Really but pretty. you know, to have a Christmas book that tells the Christmas story in a whole scripture way, mm-hmm. I think is unique, right? And and also includes the actual scripture that you can read along yes. with. And so, um, yeah, so that's why. I mean, it's because we wanted it to exist, and then we found out others wanted it too. So, yeah, we don't we look to to replicate things in the market, but. If 
there are holes, if there are things that we wish we had for our kids, we think, well, could we do that? Can we make that? You know? yeah. and if, we, of, if there's no book that says this is the gospel right. in plain speak to children and supports it with scripture right, right there on the page, like and teaches theological, like big adult truths in a really simple way, mm-hmm. if that doesn't exist, we could do that. We could do that. Yeah. We're already making a this is the gospel for the moms and for yeah. the dads. Let's make it for the kids too. And then we get to the Christmas story and we think, is the Christmas story told in a way that engages kids, yeah. that teaches them the big picture of the Bible with scripture on every page and yeah. like mm-hmm. tells that story. I mean, you can call it scripture proofs because like here's what the here's what the story says, but right down here, right on this the bottom, is actual, know. you know, what the Bible says. Right. Um, there's just a, a trustworthy faithfulness yeah. to that. There's an accountability mm-hmm. to yep. it because you want to say part of the story and you got to go, okay, I have to go find where that says that in the Bible. Yeah, that's right. Turns out it does it. Turns out that's just what I've always thought happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's been a tall order. It's been tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way that it's tough when my kids ask me a question that I feel like, oh, I know the answer to this. But as soon as you start to articulate the answer, in a way that is both true, like faithful to what Scripture says, but is in you know in terms that they can understand, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so it's been probably the most challenging thing that we've done this year. Really? are these kids' books? Yeah, really for sure. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, I would say for children's for yeah. book writing is not for the faint of heart. No, listen, mm-hmm. it's not a joke. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, but it's fun in the it's, end it's when you get beautiful. the sparkly book in your hand. Yeah, that's and this just feels day. like such a good like. You know, you can give this one to everybody who has a baby. Yep. Something that I think is so important is, do we have resources we can put in the hands of our friends who don't believe everything we believe? Yeah. That just yeah. starts conversations. And this yeah. feels like one of those that you could, you know, you do something in your neighborhood and you're, and everybody's doing a gift exchange and you can toss this into every basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's and a it's, Christmas story. Yeah. It's a really fun gift to give and to receive. And it mm-hmm. feels... um and we, I mean, we have she's, speaking of our she's, yeah. who are like, can I buy this for me? Absolutely. Yeah, I, like, bet, I, I bet. I read these yeah. for me, like when yeah. I'm reading them oh, to I, my kids. I dare you to read This is the Gospel and not, yeah. oh, not, and not be personally Oh, I just moved. love it. I yeah. know. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. So speaking of the Christmas story, let's talk about Advent. We love Advent. I love so Advent. Much. What are the dates of Advent this year? Advent starts I on love this Sunday. About you. you love this about me. I do. I, I, <laughs> you always know things that I want to know. Advent begins on Sunday, December second. Okay, good. So the, it comes up this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yes, Sunday, December second. Mark okay. your calendars. It most which and, we have already told everybody that yeah. they should have gotten their resources yep. and all that stuff. We've told them all that. But if yeah. they haven't, they can still get the plan online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally on the app okay. on the site. It's yeah. free. Um, okay. We, um, I. think... I think by the time this airs, our yeah. new website will be live. Yes. So that'll be You're all ready hoping. to roll. Let's hope. My mouth to God's ears. Yeah. Okay, so it yeah. starts December 2nd and goes to... It's four weeks, so okay. 28 days. So, um, so it'll end on mm-hmm. a Saturday. On Saturday yeah. the 22nd? Our, it ends before Christmas? No. no that's not right. That's not oh, right. I'm our reading way. plan Yes, goes, you tell me your reading plan. Yeah, our reading plan goes through Christmas week. Yep. Okay. But Advent itself... No, the four weeks. So it ends on the 29th. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's actually what this says. I could be wrong. Google... Oh, well, it ends on Christmas Day. It ends, ends on, on Christmas, Christmas Day, and then Christmas Tide begins December twenty fifth. So Advent Til, season. Yeah, yes. go do this. Yes, nobody worry. We have we have this all figured out. So Advent is not a twenty eight day thing. It's not a twenty five day thing. Right. Advent begins four Sundays before Christmas. Okay. This year in twenty eighteen, 
Advent begins Sunday, December 2nd. Okay. And then it goes the four Sundays before Christmas. Got it. So you okay. get the 2nd, the 9th, the 16th, and the 23rd. Yes, ma'am. Um, tide begins Christmas Day. Okay. And it goes for 12 days. That's why oh, you get the 12, the 12 days, days of Christmas. Of Christmas right. Which How leads into Epiphany. Yes. Um, and I love Epiphany. We talked, I think, last year about Twelfth Night. Yeah. And, which is January 6th. And then yep. Epiphany is the 7th. Uh, Twelfth Night is the feasting night. So I told you yeah. last year we go to like Stony River. Yeah, to go do right. like steak or something yes, like yes, that. Yes. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, that is, we actually have um, one of the extras in our book because I feel like you and I, Annie, yes. and we talk about this every year, but everybody wants to know every year, like, I don't get it. I don't yeah. get the church calendar. So yeah. we actually did a full year church calendar yes, good. in the book this year that okay. kind of lays out Passover and Easter time yeah. and, and ordinary time. Like yeah. you yeah. like you were talking oh, about. Where like, I get lost. The ordinary time is my desert. <laughs> where Annie needs her light box. That's right. Here we go. Now we're kicking into Advent Christmas time. Yeah, we're going. Epiphany. Yeah. yeah. Just a couple of weeks then we've got Lent. Lent. I mean, it is like, here we go. This We're is when I'm the best at being a person. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing it. And it's in, in the same way that it's difficult to kind of distill things down for a kid's book. It's difficult to distill the church calendar down into one sort of catch-all, like, quick, you know, graphic quick explanation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because different traditions treat it a little bit yep. differently. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. But our... Also, the church calendar isn't in the Bible. Right. So, right. like, you have Guys, to kind of, like... Back... Advent and Lent. They are not in they the Bible. Are they are in the inspired Bible. by mm-hmm. Scripture. Right. Lent more specifically. But, but they are um, not in the Bible. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's one thing that I would love to say to the dear listener, yes, um, our he's and our she's, that it Advent is not prescribed in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just something that the church has done. It, they don't know exactly when it started, and by they, I mean the people who know they. things. Right. Um, there's not like a specific time or person that we know of who started it, but we know that it's been in existence since probably 500 wow. A.D., so a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it is just a season of Advent means arrival, and Advent sometimes in the way that we intend it is specifically the arrival of Jesus. Yeah. And so it is the season leading up to the arrival of Jesus Christ, the birth yeah. of Jesus. Yeah. And so um, it's not prescribed. It's not required. You can be a Christian who doesn't observe Advent. For sure. Um, but yes, what, please. That's a good word, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think but it's important But there is something beautiful say. about connecting with the history of the yes. church. With yes. that big C church yeah. and just going like, well, this is what the church does. Yeah, yeah. And being yeah. connected to that, to connect it to your local church to right. Like Annie and I don't go to church together, but she's celebrating Advent. Yeah, celebrating yeah. Advent. Yeah. And mm. I mean, similarly, you can celebrate Advent without having a, an Advent book from She Reads Truth or He sure. Reads Truth, or you can celebrate Advent without having an Advent wreath. There are so many without ways. Without lighting candles. Without lighting yeah. candles, that's right. Mm-hmm. There are so many ways that you can celebrate Advent, but the one way if you're that you must, it's it's just a posture of the heart, just like everything. Yeah, that's with, good, Amanda. With, you know, Christianity should be. It's just, it's worship. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, really, that's the word that kept coming to mind when we were talking about ministry. Yeah. You could just sub that in. As, as worship, like what yeah. it, what is, what do we do to worship? And so, in the That's season really leading good. up to Christmas, um, the way that we, a specific way that we worship, is that we just turn toward Jesus daily mm-hmm. and remember who He is, why He came, so that when Christmas Day comes, we know why we're celebrating. Yeah. Why yeah. did we hang lights and put up a tree and wrap gifts and, you know, gather with our friends and with our family? We did it because this is the most monumental thing yeah. that to date had happened yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, God 
came incarnate in the flesh when we hadn't heard from him in 400 years mm-hmm. in such a long time yeah. and that's i mean that's in the book in, in the, the cr- in the book, kids yeah. book um where you know in a lot of really sweet ways i think that the kids this is the christmas story book um the the adult reading plan we call our advent plan is a scripture reading plan yeah and the book is just a book that goes along with the scripture reading plan mm-hmm. um in a lot of ways it reflects the kids book mm-hmm. where yeah. you know the book is really about god's promises mm-hmm. and um waiting for those promises to be fulfilled and that yeah. the the waiting ended that mm-hmm. part of the waiting yeah. ended when jesus yeah. came mm-hmm. and so good. and in the adult reading plan we're talking about what are we waiting for? Who who is Jesus? That's the thing. And this he's year. so many things. Well, yeah. tell, well, tell, and tell one thing I'll add thing. before we go on to the theme, yeah. I, I want to add to what Amanda said that, and I and it's not to correct but to add. Oh, um, good. It's not to say that this is the only time of year to do that. Sure, sure. So sure. when we talk oh, about totally. ordinary time and that type of thing, I want to be clear that ordinary time is also for worship. And this again, yes. this is just to add to what Amanda said. Um, but ordinary time is for worship. It is for turning to Jesus. So what? I guess I would ask is, what's the difference between ordinary time and mm-hmm. Advent? And mm-hmm. so really to answer that is to say um, one of the best ways, I think, to um, kind of distinguish Advent from ordinary time, if we're saying, well, we should always worship, we should always turn to Jesus, I think that's what I love about Advent. It's yeah. that moment to kind of go, even to like look through traditional Advent scriptures and kind of walk with the people of the mm-hmm. Old Testament mm-hmm. through their waiting. Yeah. And remember their waiting while we sit on the other side of their waiting. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we talked last year when it's we were on way. the podcast about, you know, we kind of sit between two Advents, yeah. right? Like yeah. they, the people of the Old Testament were waiting for the arrival of Jesus, the actual yeah. arrival. And yeah. we sit here on the other side of that, remembering that, yeah. remembering that Advent, but also waiting for the second arrival yeah. of yeah. Jesus. And so we are a people between two Advents. And so Advent is really special for us because we remember God's faithfulness, His promise is kept, and so then we cling to the promises that are yet to come. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that's why... Um, that's one of the reasons I love the title that we chose mm-hmm. for our reading plan this year. The the reading plan, um, we always choose a hymn, yeah, um, and we try to choose a lyric from a hymn. And um, this year, <laughs> we we love the way that it came together. It's from O Come O Come Emmanuel, yeah. but the title of this reading plan this year is called Until the Son of God Appears. Yeah. And why does that already make me teary? Oh yeah. Gosh. Because we're aching for the Son of God. It's to that that's why, Annie. It's, yeah. the, it's until. the until. Yeah. Yeah. And so you think, I mean, we, so we'll spend time in this reading plan all together. I hope your listeners join us, like yeah. reading the scriptures of men and women in yeah. scripture waiting until yeah. the Son of God appears. And Amanda can tell us more about that because the, the reading plan itself is such a sweet pointing to Jesus yeah. every day. Yeah. But you and I, think of all the things you and I do until the Son of God appears. Yeah. We wait, we yeah. hurt, we we long, we feel um, empty sometimes, yeah. we, feel, um, we feel joy sometimes, we feel all the things that humans feel, sure. um, and we celebrate. Mm-hmm. We do all of these things until the Son of God reappears. Yeah. And so I love the way that title connects yeah. us now with um, the people of the Old Testament then who yeah. were waiting until the Son of God appears. Man, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel is when when, Matt, when Andrew Peterson sings that song at <laughs> yeah. the um, Behold the Lamb of God concert. Yeah. That'll just make you fall apart. Fall I mean, apart. When Andrew Peterson sings anything. Well, to Ever. be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Hey, I'm just interrupting this conversation real quick with Rachel and Amanda to say thanks to our friends at Thurla for sponsoring the show. You guys know 
that I love Third Love. They are the best bras I've ever found. It's a perfect fit using thousands of real women's measurements. Third Love designs its bras with size and shape in mind so that they fit impeccably and feel even better. There's quality in every stitch. And the thing that I think is so fun is in order to get your right size, you just take a quiz on their website. It takes like a minute, but it's called the Fit Finder Quiz. And you just answer a couple of questions to find your perfect fit. It's actually fun, which you know I'm about that. It takes less than a minute. And Third Love helps you identify the right size, your right size and shape, and find styles that fits your body. And Third Love has the most sizes of any bra brand. Cups from A to H, bands up to 48, and each size is designed specifically for a perfect fit. 50% of women, did y'all know this? 50% of women fall in between standard cup sizes. So Third Love invented half cup sizing, which is so helpful for half of us. It's amazing. And they have a fit guarantee. So Third Love guarantees there's a perfect fit for you, or you can return and exchange in there. It's free and easy to do. So Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for every one of you gals out there. So right now, they're offering my friends 15% off your first order. So go to thirdlove.com slash sounds fun right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash sounds fun for 15% off today. So for those of people who have the book, I'm going to say my favorite tip. So if Ryan's listening, he should turn <laughs> off the, your husband, Ryan, who also does. Take out your ear pods, yeah, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. AirPods. Because now I w- what I love to do with my book that I'll be doing before we start studying through Advent on December 2nd is I go to my local FedEx store. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry, you and guys. she just destroys it. I Desecrates. just destroy it. I get, I get it spiral bound. And they will just cut off just the tiniest bit. All the gold foil of off the, the spine. Yeah, they'll cut the gold foil off. And then they'll hand it to you. Yeah. You get to keep it. Here you go. And then they'll spiral bind it for you. You can Wait. ship that to Ryan. like a, <laughs> I will as a Christmas <laughs> gift. I should just save like all of them ransom, and get, make a Christmas mm-hmm. tree out of them make for him for all these years. I didn't realize that they gave you the spine. Yeah, yeah they give you back the spine. Yeah, yeah, I still have them all. I mean, why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? Um, okay, so Until the Son of God Appears is the name of the study in the book and online. What made you decide... Like, why was that right for this year? No, that's so hard to articulate because this is where that this is where our knower comes in. Yeah, yeah. Um, we sit in a room together, um, not just Rachel and myself, but um, our editorial people. team right. and sure. so many smart people, and we come up with so many different ideas. And and like Rachel said, we do like to frame the title specifically around a hymn. Um, And in this case, we knew what we wanted the, um, the theme or the feel or the content of the, the reading plan to be the focus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like how do we, there are some scriptures that, you know, we want to read every Advent, Mm -hmm. but, um, and in some sense we're reading, you know, we're always going to read about who Jesus is to sure. us and why he came and what that means. Yeah. But how? How are we going to frame yeah. that? Yeah. And so we kind of knew the how before we knew what um, it was going to be called. And so it feel it's sort of like you know, you're tossing out ideas and it's like you've you know you're doing a puzzle and you keep turning the piece and when it fits you just know you yeah. know it fits. Yeah. Um, and so this one we did um, and I I was actually gone for a lot of the planning of this for the adoption. I yeah, was where out. were you? I was in China adopting getting, our friend like, Toby, adopting mm-hmm. the cutest human. Oh my gosh, um, he is. He really is. And so um, and they just of course we had sort of already set some things in place and then they continued while I was gone and I came back to. Probably the most beautiful Advent reading plan that we've done to date. Like, it, this is, it. I will get teary. Yeah. Because they had taken 
all of these concepts of who Jesus is and just stories from the Old Testament of, um, you know, our, quote, heroes of the Old Testament stories of these people or or the situations they were in and, you know, um, what they needed or who how they fell short mm-hmm. or the ache they experienced. And then in each scenario showed who Jesus is, how Jesus yeah. fulfilled yeah. that um, or was a better that, you know, like Adam obviously was sinned, right? Yeah. And so um, one of the days is, oh, come second Adam, yeah. because Jesus was the second Adam. And there's the story of so the what, Passover. I'll, I'll and, pause, oh, Amanda, yeah, pause because me. here's the deal. To. No, because I want you to keep going. Um, so like I said, it's from the hymn, O yeah. Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Yeah. So we took those O's. And we like actually studied like why do we say Ocon? Like and and mm-hmm. and and we went back to this list of of scriptures that we wanted to study because we wanted to remember how the Old Testament was incomplete without Jesus. Yeah. And so we saw, you know, well, Jesus is the true Passover lamb. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the true bread of life. Jesus is the true living water. Jesus is the true mm-hmm. second Adam, like all of these things. But then we looked at that O mm-hmm. and just, and so now every every day is, um, you know, O second Adam. O come, oh O gosh, come second Adam. O come bread of life. O come uh. Passover lamb. And so we say O come before each one of these things every day. And then at the end of that day, you pray to Jesus as that specific, specific thing, thing. Yeah. so that um, it, it changes our posture. So I pray to God on, you know, whatever day five, yeah. like, oh, come, you know, righteous mediator. Yeah. Oh, come. Yeah. I mean, you know what? That's actually what I had my finger on here in the righteous book. Righteous mediator. Um, no, on day five, which is, oh, come, perfect substitute. Yeah. So you have yeah. the story of Abraham and Isaac, the yeah. sacrifice of Isaac, which is one of the hardest stories in the Old Testament, right. in my opinion, right. um, that I, you know, only uh, my understanding of this story and the why of this story is just a, just a blip on the radar screen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you take the story and you see the lamb that God provided caught in the thicket just, yeah. in, just in the nick of time, just yeah. in the perfect timing. And then we pray to Jesus as, oh, oh, perfect substitute. Yeah. Um, you know who was who was provided for me um, and and sacrificed in my place. And so you take this story that is such a tangible story from the Old Testament. Yeah. And um, and see how that gives us a lens through which to look at Jesus right. and who he is to us. I'll tell you what will make you ready for Christmas morning yeah. is spending the season of Advent <laughs> every day praying to Jesus yeah. as one of these things like saying, oh, come, righteous mediator. Oh, come, faithful bridegroom. Like, yeah. oh, great high priest. Like, as you like address him as yeah. these things. I mean, let's see, we get through 15 of those before Christmas yeah. Day. Um, think how sweet that season can be. Yeah, because to me, it sounds like a really beautiful way for those of us who have been in this faith walk for a long time to kind of realign our minds. But also for my friends who maybe have never done a study before or who are kind of just getting started on figuring some of this stuff out or thinking through some of this, what a great way to introduce to get to know Jesus in a new it's way. It's also such an approachable way to go yeah. like, oh, I didn't look at it this way before. Yeah. Oh, thanks for making sense of the Old Testament. Yeah. Not that we make sense of the Old Testament, but you know what I mean. Thank yeah. you for like opening the Old well, Testament Well, that's what teaching does. I mean, that's yeah. the spiritual gift of teaching. We've yeah. studied spiritual gifts here at Crosspoint, and one of them is teaching, and that is literally taking Scripture and making it understandable mm-hmm. to other people. That's what y'all yeah. do. Well, we try to connect the dots um, yeah. Yeah. In, in ways that, um, you know, we're not going to 
fully interpret these passages for the reader, but we're just going to place, we're going to juxtapose them in a way that um, that sets you up for success so yeah. that when you're reading it, you mm-hmm. can see yeah. um, that Old Testament need and the New Testament fulfillment in Jesus yeah. side by side. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and I've, I've been, was thinking that as Rachel was just naming all these, if you want to know who God is mm-hmm. yeah. and who Jesus is, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think this is an excellent place yeah. to start yeah. because it, it doesn't shy away from some of these tougher passages, mm-hmm. but it shows how how God points out the need. Like you see, you see Israel at just its worst, yeah. right? And yeah. and it's such a picture of us as just rebellious and out for our own our own good and and living according to our own truth, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And then you see how um, in his goodness and his mercy, he provides Jesus um, as the fulfillment and the answer to that. Yeah. And so he, he doesn't, he stands opposed to our sin. Mm-hmm. I mean, very opposed, you know, like he, he rebukes it and does not, does not stand for injustice, does not stand um, for, this just unrighteousness and corruption that um, just eats them up, right? Mm-hmm. But he does that, but then he also satisfies his own judgment with his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what in the world? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think it, it's a it's a wonderful place to just start if you're approaching Scripture for the first time. I mean, just like uh, hold on to yeah, your Yeah, even if you just have questions. Like yeah. if you just want to, yeah, if you just have questions, what a great place to start. And if you're new to She Reads Truth, and maybe you are, maybe you aren't, yeah. but... Um, it helps to explain just like in a nutshell, that's what we do. And that's the same for he, for, for she he and reads he. truth, yeah. for she reads truth, for, for the he's and the she's, we read the Bible. Yeah. Um, that's the big thing that we do. And so we create these Bible reading plans with a lot of thought and a lot of prayer and a lot of intention um, so that you're we're not just kind of like going like, yep, get through the book of Mark. Yeah. But we're going... You know, with Advent, for example, yes, like here's the place in the Old Testament, but we're also going to take you through some of these New Testament passages. And you know what? That's all you need. Yeah. We trust scripture to interpret scripture. Right. And so if you're new to She Reads Truth, don't be surprised when you just see us going, like, here are the scriptures to read today. We've really carefully selected these so that they make sense of each other Mm. so that we don't have to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That is what you do. That's I'm kind of like, do, oh, yeah. That is what you do. Well, just when we're all, you know, super teary-eyed, going through 15 of these in the Advent season, um, we'll start reading the Nativity story. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, which is another thing we're just talking about Advent in general. Something that we would encourage and something that we lead our community through every year is just to really spend time, spend Christmas yeah. week mm-hmm. in the yeah. Nativity story, and read um, the story of. Yes, Jesus was born. Yes, um, you know, God incarnate on earth. But how? And and read yeah. those details and just the beauty of the story of, you know, the announcement to the shepherds yeah. of all people, yeah. right? That um, announcement to the shepherds that, that the one who would be, that the Lamb of God was born. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know, and just to kind of sit in, in that story and see the beauty of it and the, um, how unexpected it all is. Yeah. And just tell like, me, and tell me when y'all are sitting and reading scripture, mm-hmm. what does it look like? Do you drink coffee? Do you wrap up in a blanket? Mm-hmm. Are you sitting at a table? Are you sitting in a chair? Are you sitting on the couch? Are you still in bed? What do you What do you do? I like to sit in my living room. Yeah, I like to be around my kids. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot so like of t- as they're buzzing around in the yeah. morning, you're d- reading mm-hmm. your scripture. Yeah. Okay. My my oldest is twelve, and he is homeschooled, so yeah. he is there in the yeah. mornings. Usually, Ryan and Hazel are out the door, um, but I'll sit in the corner chair in the living room and. Yeah. 
Um, sometimes he's awake, sometimes he's not. I sometimes go up and sit in his bed with him and yeah. kind of read as he's waking up, um, which um, he loves to hear. Yeah. Like he loves if I just read aloud. Um, that's not what I always do, but that's yeah. something that, you know, there have been mornings where he's come downstairs and been like, I thought you were going to come up and read the Bible to me this oh. morning. <laughs> yeah. He's sweetie. That's so sweet. But the, usually for me, it's in the morning. Yeah. And it has to be before work. It's, I don't do great at the end of the day. Me either. I um, always pretend like I'm going to do great and I don't. No. Yeah. Um, but I have a spot and yeah. I, and I love to read there. Yeah. Coffee always. I mm-hmm. mean, coffee for all things. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. And pa- Pastor Kevin here always says you need a place and a plan. Yeah. And, yeah. Know, they, yeah. He and his wife are she I reads truth that. and he reads truth. Yeah. I mean, they are doing I plans year round. I they, love that. they they live and die mm-hmm. by he and she. Yeah. Um, uh, my pastor all. Scott Sauls yeah. and, and his wife Patty also. Yeah. And and a lot of our congregation, they just yeah. they read truth during yeah. the week. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? And you gotta have a place and a plan. So what's yeah. yours look yeah. like, Amanda? I mean, you have four kids, one of them you just adopted from China and <laughs> a husband and lots of pets. You know, honestly, right now, um, the most successful interactions with scripture outside of my office where I'm working in scripture, um, in my car with audio because, yeah, because we just don't have, um, I don't have a lot of sitting still time when I'm not at work right now. Like home life is, there's not much. The difference um, between when I I leave my house, I leave my house at eight 30. Yeah. Amanda leaves her house at six. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's different. It's It's different. different. It's a good show. It's going to change soon. It's a good show. (laughs) show. Yeah. In this season right now, um, I've been really freed by listening. Yeah. Um, and listening. all the kids just listen and, along with you. Um, yeah. I mean, if yeah. they're in the car with me yeah. and then it's on, sometimes it. they'll headphone up and that's yeah, all right. For sure. I'm not, yeah. I'm not pushy about it, but, no. um, and then like Rachel and I, you know, just traveled and on the plane, mm-hmm. like, that's just nice to have a minute. We're Man, like, Hey, reading guess what? the Bible on the plane. It's one yeah, of my favorite I'm things. I'm stuck. I'm stuck right here. Give me I my pineapple leave. juice and my peanuts yeah. and my you, window seat. Amanda yeah. didn't make me feel great about it because I had my kids <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> like a Game Boy? I'm playing Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like really into this particular chapter And Amanda's particular like, praise Hansy next yeah, to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Reading Paul. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, I get it. Like, I understand that like beating Gollum or whatever. No, it's not Gollum. That's a different movie, isn't but it? Still, yes, but still, yes. Ganon. Yeah, there you go. Oh my gosh. You're doing I'm great. such a nerd. Let me just push my glasses up. No, I love my it. Nose. I think cool. I love the. I love for our friends who are listening to hear that that one of you reads the Bible on a plane and one of you plays Zelda on the plane. Like yeah. that is like so. The more human yeah. people mm-hmm. understand that we are, the better. Oh, we super. I mean, I mean, when y'all work with the Bible every day, people could go, "Well, they yeah. don't mess up and they read oh, the Bible. Gosh. They have two hour y'all. quiet times every day." And let me, you want me to tell you about the rest of the car ride. Because <laughs> <laughs> right, if we had listened think, to scripture the whole time. Mm-mm. Well, and like, if you don't think that a mama who just listened to scripture, you know, can turn around and holler at her kids for. Sure. Being too everyone be quiet and listening to Paul, right? (laughs) Um, I mean, my ideal, sure, my ideal is my ideal is actually solitude, not in a room with all of my children. Um, I I actually have a conviction recently that I need to do more of that, opening the Bible in front of them, Mm. Um, because my ideal is, yeah, in a chair with a blanket with like what you just said. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what I want it to look like. But I also think that Rachel and I both um, have learned over time with She Reads Truth. That uh, it's not as if the time, like if if someone listening has a has a job in scripture, like where you work with um, scripture, in ministry, it's not so as if it doesn't count, right? Um, the that's Lord good. works through that, and yeah. it's not like well, that's how I feel about these. Were in, Listen, when we do yeah. these, I'm like, this is this is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I mean, God's word is God's word 
all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like it becomes a morphs into it a textbook. It can't be turned off and, and turned on. And the whole, ne- and neither can contact. the Holy Spirit. Right. So right. like, yeah. right. if I am at my desk preparing for, um, like we're, uh, we've been in first and second Peter, for example, if I'm at my desk reading through first and second Peter and doing research or whatever in first and second Peter, I have the Holy Spirit all the time. Jesus yeah, told me right. that and that's promised right. it. That's right. And God's word is living and active all the time. It tells me that, and it's proven to be true. Yep. So that means if I, who have the Holy Spirit, am reading God's word that's living and active anywhere, anytime, I'm meeting with the Lord. Yes. That's what it is. Yes, that's right. And uh, I mean, I can't prevent it. Right. I can't prevent right. that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I can. Somebody can probably point out something. But I... <laughs> But I, we aren't those kind of friends, don't worry. Right. But that's what's happening. And, um, and so I, uh, someone that we were just recently with, I want to say it was Jen Wilkin, but someone recently said, That girl doesn't play when she preaches. She doesn't. And she said something that really freed me in that respect where I was just like, oh, you're right. Like it's not, I can, I try too hard to compartmentalize it. And it's, and that's just not the way God works with most things. Right. You know? Yeah, that's right. That's something that we do. Yeah. And I like this time of year where it's dark. I do like when I wake up, it's dark. I just go, if I told you this, that my chair failed in my new house, my chair that's always yes. been my swirly chair. The swirly chair. It's always been my chair. It's not, it's just not, not going to work. Yeah. Not going to work. So I've moved to a new spot, which is totally okay. But and so I'm like, okay, blanket, my chai. Mm-hmm. I can look out the windows. And um, Pastor Kevin's saying a place and a plan has really stuck with me. I love that. Me. Yes. Because like then, too, because yeah. if I, so if I, I find that if I lack either of those, mm-hmm. I'm not good at doing this. Can this be our official replacement for the words quiet time? Yeah. Place and a plan. Place and a plan. I'll yeah. take it. Oh, please. We found it. Thank I you, Kevin. It. We've been looking for one oh, for a long time. You're not kidding because for years. it doesn't, like, the ladies from Shiri's Truth are not telling you to not get quiet before the Lord. That's no right. No one's That's saying right. that. But what we are saying is that to limit the reading of God's Word mm-hmm. to something called a quiet time <laughs> right. um, is not... I just don't think that's, that's not in the Bible. Biblical. Yeah, that's not yeah. biblical. Talk about yeah. not being prescribed. Now, right. of course, Jesus did go away, and we do mm-hmm, we do mm-hmm. have we do make time to do go that, away. but mm-hmm. don't only do that. Yeah, yeah that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Be in community about it as well. And, yeah, in your home. I love the idea of modeling it in front of your kids. Mm-hmm. My mom did that too. My dad does that now too. And um, even though we're all old people, but I do think it. <laughs> what it happens looks if your messier. parents had only ever said you should read the Bible, Annie? Right. And you never and saw never them, do saw it. them doing Mm-mm. it. Yeah. No, because you're like, why? Why would I ever? Yeah. It's one of the reasons I want that, my kids to see me choosing that over yeah, other things. Yeah, that's it. That's it's one of the mm-hmm. reasons that I, I think it's good that y'all are out in public and you're listening to it mm-hmm. with the kids in your mm-hmm. in public meeting in front of your kids. Mm-hmm. Just to go like, look, in the we, common this space. isn't as quiet as I want. And this isn't, I can't do it exactly the way I want. But what they are seeing is that no matter how I feel interacting with God's word, and no matter where I am in my faith walk, interacting with God's word will change me. Yeah. Yeah. And will mm-hmm. teach me something and make me feel something mm-hmm. today. You remember when we talked about Lent last year and I yeah. just said like I listened to the book of Exodus one Saturday. Yeah. Sat in the living room, yeah. sat down, turned it on. Anybody could come and go as they pleased. They surprisingly came. Yeah. And they sat yeah, yeah, and they yeah. listened. Then they went and they came yeah. back. But uh, there are so many different ways yeah. to do it. And I love that. I and love just it. like doing it uh, reading God's word and having that be a part of yeah. our home. Yeah. And not just something we retreat to do. Right. 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 Imagine if I was beating myself up over the fact that my time in scripture didn't look like oh, a, yeah. a blanket and coffee in a quiet corner of my mm-hmm. house right now. Like yeah. 
imagine if that's what I spent my time doing rather than just saying, well, this is like, there's not, I laughed when you said quiet because there's nothing in my life that's quiet Serious, right now. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. And so, I mean, even when we're trying to sleep, the, we have an old dog and she just makes right. a lot of noise. And like, there's, <laughs> there's never any quiet. Right. And, um, but if we spend our time lamenting the fact that we don't, we can't reach this expectation that is not administered us by God in the yeah, first place. Yeah. Um, and then instead of just saying, I love the place and plan, because my plan right now, I know that that's not going to happen. So yeah. what I know I can do mm-hmm. yeah. is listen to it. Yeah, that's right. So, and it'd be the same if I beat myself up, like, well, I can't really have a quiet time if I don't have kids. Yeah. Oh, God. Right? Like, can you imagine? No. You never would. You Mm-mm. never would say that to me or to Mm-mm. anyone who didn't have children or a husband Mm-mm. or whatever, you know? Mm-mm. We spend a lot of time um, as humans crafting the way things ought to be, like mm. the picture of the way things Preach ought that. to be instead yeah. of just God's among us now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he doesn't, if, if we think our God is so small that our interactions with him have to be limited to a certain chair or a certain time of day, right. then. That is not for him. That is for us. No, yeah. <laughs> he is not limited. It is us that need some, yeah, some boundaries. Again, not knocking it. People who my mom has been an early morning quiet time person yeah. her whole life. I see Annie Fanning my whole through life. the Advent book right yeah. now, and I know what you're looking for. Did you find it? I did. You did <laughs> my cross stitch. <laughs> the cross stitch pattern. It's so beautiful. It's Are you really doing it again beautiful. this year? It's in there. Oh, I did it already. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing it. Okay, I'm gonna. Do I'll it probably again. do it again. You know, what I, have it. It. I have to do it. I have to do it. You have to do it. The marketing yeah. issue. Yeah. Um, yeah. What made me think of it is you said listening to the book of Exodus, and I just pictured you sitting there, and I was like, oh my gosh, cross stitch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Here it, it does is. feel like one of the contributions that that sounds fun really made to yep. the, to the to the ministry to uh-huh. the business tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As we said, can we please do a cross stitch pattern? It's so, a shame yeah, that it's we in don't there. Credit you. In it's the in book. there. Zero percent. Don't. No. Do no. That no. To me. Like copyright, we should be like. And no. thanks to our that sounds no. fun <laughs> listeners. That's why we have a cross stitch pattern. You know, we did and kids this recipes. year. They're already sold out. Are they? They're already gone. The kids we are already gone. We tried so hard. I know but, your you kids know. are so... That's People love that. But I'm going to go to Michael's. I can, I'm a big girl. Yeah, you I can. I can go get these pieces. We give you sure a list. Can. Yeah, the, yeah. The shopping list. list is... Yeah, so cross-stitching is in there. There's my new favorite... Um, cookie recipe for Christmas. Oh, which is it I the one just, with the marshmallow yeah. stuff in there? It's I not marshmallows. It it's peppermint frosting. And you know what? I don't love peppermint. I don't love it. But it's the right amount because the cookies themselves, they're chocolate cookies, chocolate yeah. sugar cookies, but they have molasses in them. Oh. So there's that like kick. Okay. So mm, that yeah, against the peppermint, it's really something special. Well done. Highly recommend. Okay. Five stars. And you have a He Reads Truth book as well. So we that everybody's taken care of. And you know what the He's going to craft this year? And it involves what? it involves an axe and um, a, what do you call a blow it? Torch. A blowtorch. A blowtorch. <laughs> oh, of course y'all did. Yeah. Wow. It's very manly craft. Okay. So let's talk real quick about 2019 because are you telling the theme of Lent yet or no? You can say no. Do you want to talk about it? I will say don't, you, I don't have to be the, where you break it. No, I mean, it can be because you know my people love you heard that it job. here first. Well, That's here's, what I'm here's one thing you'll know: we're very look much looking forward to walking through the Book of Job. Okay, the Book of Job, um, and then we will um, separately. This is new. This so we will observe the Lenten season by first going through the Book of Job. Yeah, and then we're going to have a separate Easter plan that starts two weeks before Easter and goes two weeks after. So Easter is the centerpiece of oh, the plan. Oh, that's fantastic! So the Isn't resurrection is the centerpiece of the plan. Oh, I love because it. Because a lot of, of times end. we find ourselves walking. Jesus walks out of the tomb, and then we kind of close the book, and, and then like the like, curtain closes, like, and we're like, moving no. on. Yeah. Um, and so we we we. Prayed and prayed and prayed yeah. about this. And um, so She Reads Truth is going to celebrate 
Lent on the church calendar this year with two separate with two ready plans. Lens. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Will y'all come back and we can talk about oh, that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we're excited. Let's do it. Let's yeah. come back. We'll get it scheduled really quick because we're scheduling spring right now. So we'll get it scheduled really quick so we make sure we mm-hmm. have a spot. So we can talk about all that because I, you know, I, one of my favorite things about y'all being on the show is I want my friends who listen wherever they are in their faith walk to grow the habit of reading scripture. Yeah. I think that's super important. I want that too. And so I love y'all being on here and I love us, y'all giving us resources for, thanks for having us. Always. And we love your listeners. Um, you know, we actually met a couple out on the road just recently. People who tell you they're they're friends of the podcast. Oh yeah. (gasps) They, they found us from you through that sounds oh, fun. They were, then, they were mildly yeah. excited to see us, but mostly excited that we knew Annie F. Downs. <laughs> You're like, it ain't as good as you think, guys. No, no we said it is every bit, bit as good as you think and then some. That's, That's right. what we said. That's right. But it does feel like um, your people are an extension of our people. And yeah, they I, are. I really yeah. love that because that's the way. I mean, you circle back to that ministry word. That's, that's the right. way it should be. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Um, and everyone's welcome. Like, yeah. we really do just read the Bible. We're not going to try to force anything. Right. Any it's view be of so fun. Your view of ba- baptism can be your view of ba- Thank baptism. Thank you. You, you don't you have can to like call Advent or not call it Advent. Call it Christmas. That's call it okay. Christmas. Read Christmas with us. Um, you know, I usually ask what sounds fun, but what I would love for you to do that you always end up having to do is will you um, will you pray for us? Because mm-hmm. I just think there are people who, I, me included, who I really want this Advent season to mark something in me, I and I, I want to I want to really see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. Um, I'd be glad to. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, you came to us to dwell among us, and we can say that, and we can think we know what that means, but Lord, we will never fully understand what that means until we're face-to-face with you one day. But right now, we just want we want to know you. We want to know um, who God is. We want to know who we are, and we thank you for this season um, in our in our year, when there is an event that we can't ignore, um, yeah. that that we commemorate, Lord, that that you, um, Jesus, came to be among your people and mm-hmm. to bring the kingdom of God to earth, and so we pray wherever we are in our knowledge of you or relationship with you, um, on the range from believer to skeptic, Lord. It doesn't matter um, to you. You just ask us to come. Mm-hmm. You ask us to come no matter who we are because in our hearts we're all of the things, right? Like we we, um, we believe you and we don't believe. Yeah. And we, we just rely on you to be who you are all the time. Mm-hmm. And so would you move in us? Would you draw us to Scripture? Um, would you just compel us to open our Bibles Um on an app or a physical Bible or in a pretty book. However, Lord, would you just compel us to open your word? And when we read it, would you meet us there? And would you show us who you are? Mm -hmm. And would you help us to put aside all the things we think you should be or we um, think you are to other people? Or just would you just show us who you really are and who you've always been and who you always will be? And during Advent, Father, would you just do a work in our hearts where we can look back and we can remember um, this time, this season, where we just spent every day just asking you to show yourselves to us. 
And then, Lord, so that we can get to Christmas Day and we can say, I know this baby born in a manger. I know who this is, and I know why he came, and I know why it matters to me, not just today, not just at Christmas, but um, but year-round, during ordinary time, the ordinary days um, that don't have a special name. Father, you're still the same God. Mm -hmm. And so would you use this season to draw us to yourself, to help us to know who you are, and to help us to know who we are, because of you and because you dared to come and to be among us. And Lord, you're coming back. And it's weird to even talk about because we just know so little of what that looks like, but we know that it means that the wait will be over Mm -hmm. and that the ache that we experience, the same ache that the people of the Old Testament, your people hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago experienced, Lord, um, that ache for home will one day be over. And um, we'll have an eternity of knowing you and knowing you perfectly. And so we just thank you for who you are. Thank you for this season. Um, Thank you for every person listening, praying with us right now, Lord, and that you know each and every person's name Mm -hmm. and you know exactly where they are in this Advent and you know exactly the state of their heart and um, how lonely they are, how happy they are, how expectant they are, um, or how, how much they hurt. And Lord, you're, um, you're right there with them. And we pray that they would know that in the name of the one who came, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Love y'all. Thank love you. you. Man, I don't know about y'all, but that, um, that prayer made me teary. What a gift Amanda and Rachel are to so many of us. So thank you gals for being on the show. Make sure you follow She Reads Truth if you're a dude. Follow He Reads Truth. Y'all have a companion plan as well and companion workbook that you should definitely check out. And for kids, remember the kids read truth and they have a book, the Christmas storybook that is so beautiful. So make sure you follow Rachel and Amanda and She Reads Truth, He Reads Truth, Kids Read Truth and just tell them thanks for being on the show. I'm always so grateful when they will take time out and drive up to my office in Nashville and sit and chat about their coming plan that helps us to understand Um, God and the Bible and this world a little bit better. I'm really, really grateful. And remember, you can use the code that sounds fun on the She Reads Truth shop for 15% off through the end of December. So make sure you go and grab some stuff from them. And listen, if any of you do the cross stitch pattern, you better send me a picture of it finished. I'm going to try to do it this year too. I'm really, really excited about it. So our Christmas party continues on Thursday with our dear friend, Ellie Holcomb, who we I know you know her. I know you love her. I do too. She's been our background music a million times. She has her own first episode if you want to go back and listen to that. She has an episode maybe a year, two years ago. And now she is back. We talk about all sorts of stuff. We both get teary. You know how me and Ellie are. So this is really fun. This is like just a bunch of my best friends gathering together. And I just love it so much. And that includes you. I'm thankful for you and glad that we're friends. Every time you guys come up to me in a restaurant or in an airport or at an event, and say, I feel like we're already friends. I'm like, me too, me too, me too. So I'm so grateful. So this week is a fun, friend-filled week. Hey, and if you need me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs, F as in, let's have some fun. F as in, fa-la-la-la-la. F as in, festive. I'm all the things. If you need me, you can find me Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places, Annie F. Downs. Our Christmas party continues on Thursday. Go out there and do something that sounds really fun to you, and I will do the same. Y'all have a great week. Happy Monday, and I will see you on Thursday.